I'm Linda from Hungary. Hi. I'm Gabriela from Lithuania. Hey, I'm Harsh from India. I'm Shruti from India as well. Hey, I'm Igor from Poland. I'm Lily from Hong Kong. So last time we shared some personal um, stories and thoughts. And so this time I would like to begin with the story of one of my friends. Um, she asked asked to be um, unnamed. So of course we are going to do that. And I am going to read everything she written to me. So it's not changed at all. So yeah. I became depressed because my sister said that her boyfriend raped her. I was so hurt that I couldn't even talk to her or be near her for weeks. I always thought that I was supposed to be there to protect my family from everything. The thoughts of failing to do so was unbearable. I later found out that she lied about it and I was angry. Unfortunately for me, I was, it was too late to just stop helping depressed, being depressed. I was depressed for a whole year and or maybe a couple months more. It hurt me so much that she lied about that to the point where I actually hated her for it. After that, I was never the same. The thing I felt joy in no longer wanted to do. Even now, after that incident, I still struggle with going back to my old self. What helped me get through it was a lot music. Music was always there and never once made me feel terrible about myself. So when I was depressed, I felt hopeless and worthless most of the time. I was completely out of it. I wasn't the same person and I, as I was before, and I knew everything would be different. I would have moments where I'm really angry and really sad, but I wouldn't know why. I got to the point where I found myself wanting to kill myself, but I never got to through, go through with it. What kept me here was my mother's dog. I could talk about my feelings to her dog without feeling like a burden. During that time, I didn't have many friends um, there to help me through it. I became worse when I couldn't talk to anyone because they all didn't want to hear about it. Eventually, I decided to get help from a therapist because I wanted to get better and then better than worse about my situation. The therapy really helped a lot. The therapist was really nice and understanding, which made things much smoother. I was very hesitant to seek help from a therapist from my past experiences with the previous therapist. But then it helped. So I think this story really highlights the importance of getting professional help and why it's important to seek therapy. Yeah, because she couldn't really have gotten that help on her own. I think what she's been through is really severe and serious because these kinds of stories don't just hurt the victims. They also hurt the people who are friends and family of the victim themselves. And it's really hard. It, re it really is because me, I'm the oldest in my family and I have two younger sisters and I made a pledge when they were born that I would never let anything happen to them. But 
when you think about it realistically, I can't be there holding their hands as they live life. And it hurts to think that there might be a day when I'm not there for them. And it's on the day that I'm not there that something happens, something that I can't take back, they can't take back, something that's forever going to be etched into the history of their lives. And just knowing that you don't have any effect, you don't have any control when it comes to these kind of events, it makes you feel really scared. So, yeah, I, I'm glad that she got help because personally, I would need professional help if I had to go through something like that too. Uh, this story really touched me. I can't even imagine how she felt because my sister is, I don't know, my safe place. And losing her or feeling that angry at her feels just impossible. So I can't even imagine how losing those great feelings for your loved one feels like. But I'm really glad she seeked help and that she feels better because fighting depression is definitely very difficult and not everyone can do that. So I'm really proud of her. We acknowledge the amount of hardship that she must have went through in the first place to even talk about what happened because some people don't even want to admit that. They don't want to admit the pain that they've been through because it's really hard to just sit down and talk about it with someone. If something like that happened to one of my sisters and I had to go and talk to someone about it, just talking about it would be such a big pain for me. So professional help is kind of like that outlet for you to actually speak about these things because it's an atmosphere of no judgment. It's an atmosphere where they're supposed to help you out when you go through things like this. And just to know that you have a place that you can go to, a home that you can go to, to talk to someone about these things and seek help. It can be life-saving for someone who's been through something as serious as she has. Yes, as I have read somewhere that uh, before uh, you find the solution, you have to accept the problem which are you facing. Yeah, exactly. You've, you've got to accept the problem and Accepting the problem is so hard because some people don't even know what the problem is. They just live for so long, not understanding why they feel what they feel. They're stuck with feelings that they can't name. They're stuck with reactions they can't put a place to. So getting professional help helps you find that out. And I'm happy that she did. And I'm happy that she knows what she was facing. Because to be honest, sometimes even though it's not our problem, even though what's happened to us is something that we're not responsible for, we're still accountable to the feelings that we feel from it. And I sometimes I felt that that's unfair when it comes to dealing with my own mental health. Why do I have to feel accountable for things that I've not done? And why am I being punished for these feelings that I felt? But at the end of the day, even if it's not something that you're responsible for, even if the pain from an event has caused you something that's not your fault or your responsibility, it's still your it's still your, it's still up to you to help yourself heal from it. That's something that you need to do. Very helpful in the serious cases as well. So like, that's something I really want to emphasize. Like, you can help, get help from a psychiatrist and therapy and not just 
if it's very very bad already but but in any case basically is um like how are you all feeling about um going back to school and going back to um in some cases in person education or like the world opening up basically and then everything being in person because for many people I've heard that for them it's been quite tough to go out there again because like for a year or like half a year they lived so much more in the house and online and they had not much contact with the others outside where they just went shopping and then that was it and now everything is open and at least here in Hungary it is I think everybody's gonna have different feelings to it. Some people are gonna be happy that things are opening up. Some people are going to be overwhelmed because like it or not, we've lived a significant portion of our time in lockdown and not going out and living our lives how we used to live. And even though going out and experiencing the world without masks is something that you were once used to, the pandemic has changed things so much. So going back can be very overwhelming for some people. But for me personally, I'm really happy to be going because I wouldn't like I mean I'm going to university now and I do not want to study that online I think that's just it's going to be a real bummer because one of the best parts of uni is going to a campus and studying so I'm really happy that I'm going to the campus it is overwhelming because I'm not used to this level I mean I am used to it I have to just get used to it again so it is kind of overwhelming like that but apart from it dude I'm so happy I do not want to do distance learning with uni I feel like that would just bum me out so much. Also, it's UK. I don't want to stay in Dubai when I could go to UK. So, yeah. Yeah, for me, it's like uh, I have to gain some new experiences and go out of the house. Uh, it's not possible for me to stay in the house and do this stuff. So that's why even in the lockdown, I used to do different things from the internet or do the or I'll go to the roof and uh, like play with the kite or something like like that or even play with my siblings any kind of game that can i uh, i can found new on internet or like previous games you used to play uh, in childhood and i am seriously very happy now that everything is open me too honestly i was just a useless blob during lockdown i didn't do anything i mean at least he went to the internet i don't even think i went to the internet i just think i slept um i feel like i haven't done anything during lockdown i didn't i didn't so I'm really happy that things are open because I'm the kind of person who strives to go out and I kind of thrive in open environments like that. I do not thrive stuck in my own home for long periods of time. So honestly, lockdown was just not a good time for me. I didn't do anything. And I think it's like the lowest point in my life. I say it as a joke, but really I didn't, I didn't do anything. Like I didn't learn anything new. I'm kind of shocked at how useless I can be when I'm in a house all day. So yeah, I'm really happy to go out. Yeah, even uh, even I, I really don't like studying. But if I'm studying, then I don't like it on, online. I used to do it. Uh, I really would appreciate if it go for offline and in person that I can cross question with the teacher. I don't like it online. It's, it's really sleepy and boring. Exactly. And there are so many talks and there are like so many articles about how there are some people who think that the future of this world is like distance education and online learning. And I think that's true to a certain extent, 
but there are some many factors about you know face to face learning that you can't replicate online and there are psychological benefits to learning face to face with someone that you can't yeah. replicate online so even even though there is a considerable part of the future dedicated to online learning i don't think that's the only part of the future i think we're going to have a lot of face to face learning coming up all of a sudden now that covid 19 is hopefully receding in some countries as for me it's completely different than for you guys um i know that um online schooling wasn't perfect but uh, getting back to the real world game is so much anxiety that i've been dealing with and sometimes it's just unbearable and i have to take medication because i don't really know what is the reason but i guess that it is harder to study in person um uh, because you have to be prepared for the assignments and you don't have any books around you uh and also the social anxiety kicks in because there are so many people around you and covid is still a thing and i also been taking driving lessons so i've just been feeling very overwhelmed i think me too in the start i was i got used to it mostly because i missed actually going out but yeah to be honest i've never actually heard someone from your perspective before all of the people that i've met were really happy to go out so i think you're the first person i've met who's saying that she's kind of overwhelmed that she doesn't like it cuz man i cannot relate to that i mean i i don't like talking to people that much i'm not actually a very talkative person if you guys met me in real life but then i like i like the thrill of knowing that i'm amongst people i like to observe people so i like to be in social environments not necessarily interact with them so i mean taking on like my own social persona i love to go out and i love to be um to be with others to be in a space where you know it's bustling so i i prefer the quiet and i prefer the silence i just don't prefer it all the time so it's kind of like it's very different our perspectives cuz i mean i i can't really relate to it i understand it logically I just can't emotionally relate, like relate to it and I'm kind of happy that she told me cuz honestly I needed someone to give me this perspective too cuz it's honestly so different from how what I'm feeling right now like I'm so happy to be going but then it's like so different with you <laughs> so when you say it's like pressurizing do you mean like um do you mean like talking to people like exactly what about it is pressurizing to you like going to school in real life mm-hmm. there are many things but as an introvert i like to be alone and now after spending a year being on my own i have to be around like hundreds of people which gives me anxiety but also like sitting in a class where you have to think quickly you can't look at any notes uh, when the teacher asks a question it's just really hard like to come back on track Do you mean like when you're not allowed to take your time that gives you anxiety? Yeah, that's. I mean that's actually true though because when you're alone and you're doing online learning, I think you can actually take your time. You can take your learning at your own pace, but I think when you go to real life, the pace is kind of determined for you. I mean there is a pace that you have to follow in online learning too, but when you're in real life, that pace just becomes so much more real and you have to follow along with the quickness that they present to you i remember when i first started going to high school this was before uni in real life after online learning it was hard for me to get used to it because 
she was my teacher was asking me questions in real life and i'm not going to lie i was not paying attention to online classes at all so i missed like five months of her teaching me and she asked me a question in eco and i wasn't able to answer it like at all so in that sense of the word i can understand that it's overwhelming i think i do i do feel you like in that in that regard but now that i've gotten used to it i'm i'm pretty happy i'm pretty happy but I, yeah i i did wait oh yeah i can continue um, it's really great that <clears throat> i was able to like go to university from online school and not back to high school because yeah high school before lockdown was really like i had homework for every class i had to learn things that the teacher would ask in tests in the next week and stuff so it was really a high pace and now at uni we learn a lot of stuff but in most of my classes i will have an exam at the end of the term so until then i it's up to me how i learn or when i do my things which is also stressful because like time management is well it's difficult but um yeah i'm glad i didn't have to go back to high school because that they basically they decide for you when you have to study and what you have to study so that's i think that's more stressful and yeah even even with this i felt super overwhelmed at the end of at the beginning of the week and i felt like i fit enough i don't I wasn't um, like, why am I at university and why do I have to do all this stuff and learn? Because I felt everything was too much and I have to learn too much. Luckily, I was able to overcome this and yeah, I'm much better. But yeah, going back to school after a four month summer break and then I don't know how many months of online school before that, it was really a huge change for me and it was really overwhelming lily how would you feel if you had to go back to like real life school right now would you feel overwhelmed or would it be like a happy moment for you i'm so dumb like just now when i turn on my camera i actually want to turn my mic and speak something but i turn on the camera instead okay anyways i'm so jealous of you guys because you guys can go back to physical school and I'm still having online classes and I hate it because I feel like my laptop is working even harder than me because it is on eight to ten hours a day and I don't know online class make my back hurt my eye hurts I feel like my eyesight is getting worse and I just miss human interactions you know last time I sneak into my friend's lectures at her university and i feel like i'm so i miss online no i miss physical school so much i miss having friends next to me when i have class and i'm just just so jealous of you guys you guys can go back to actually a school campus for school and not just like you know what my classmates are like walls and tables and you guys have actually humans for your classmate and i'm so jealous and I really, really hope I can go to, like, physical uni soon. I hope that for you too. I'm so sorry that you feel bad. <laughs> it's okay. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. You can, like, interact with people online until you actually have to go. But until then, yeah, there's, there's nothing we can do to let go of that pain. Because I felt it too, dude. I had to, I mean, imagine having to spend your last years of high school online. 
that is just an agony all on its own. I wanted my last years of high school to be with people face to face, but I had to do online classes and I just missed out on like a whole new world of making new memories. So honestly, it pisses me off too. Going to uni in real life is at least much better. Well, um, it's quite a hard topic for me to talk about because I have really mixed feelings. I am mostly an introvert, so I'd say I actually prefer the online classes more. But, um, well, I think it's bad to go into extremes. We, we should like take the best of both worlds because um, I feel like only having online classes is not, it wasn't a really uh, a good experience, uh, especially since, you know, at least in, in Poland here, most teachers didn't uh, really know how to um, kind of uh, use technology, use computers to like uh, have the lessons conducted in uh, like a good way that actually teaches you something. Uh, they were mostly used to like uh, teaching in person. So uh, they were uh, heavily unprepared, but um, yeah, I think uh, in, in when we were in school, um, it's definitely the, the teachers are used more to work, working at school. Uh, they definitely can control the situation better, but um, as some of you already said, uh, it does certainly like uh, force you into into this pacing. You really need to kind of work uh, not with the tempo that you're comfortable with, but with something you you have to basically pick up the pace and try to match the speed of, of every other person which is basically impossible when you're in a class of, let's say, 30 people, because everyone's a different human, everyone has their own tempo of learning. So uh, it's impossible to match it to everyone. And when we were, when we had online classes, I feel like um, everyone could more match the, the tempo to their own skills, to their own abilities. Like personally, um, when something went, when I didn't like learn for a test uh, during the online le learning, I knew it was my fault usually because, you know, I am not good at time management. I didn't, I choose to not learn this stuff. I didn't listen on the online lessons and it was the, something that I did wrong. But in school, usually, Yes, it can. It, it is certainly me being uh, not that capable is certainly a factor, but I feel like most of the time when I fail at like exams or something, it's because uh, the workload is just too much for me. I think that's uh, a bit too much is expected from me in too short amount of too short an amount of time. And I just uh, I just can manage to uh, kind of do with it all, I can't work through it. And so um, I I prefer more controlled environments, like when I'm sitting uh, in front of my computer, because uh, I don't really, I, I like surprises only when I know 
I should be expecting surprises. I don't like when something surprises me like out of the blue. I really like to like have control over my life. And when something unexpected happens, it can be quite stressful for me. So that's why I prefer to kind of distance myself from uh, things I do not need to uh, kind of interact or partake in. Move so fast, and then when online school hit, I think they um, they took it not less seriously, definitely not, but they took it easier on us because nobody knew um, how to work online, not not the teachers and not us. So I think that's why the pace maybe slowed down a bit, and also it was more up to us when to do our homework. I think that's a factor that's also made online learning for me much better is that I actually have to commute to my high school and commuting each day takes me like around even up to three hours. So just, you know, being able to uh, get just get up in the morning and sit in front of my computer uh, actually gave me three whole additional hours in a day. And in three hours, you can do a lot of things, especially if you're good at planning. So uh, that allowed me to uh, kind of get more out of my days. I think it allowed me to do some more uh, stuff related to my hobbies, but also uh, allowed me to study a, a bit more. And, you know, just Every every bit of time, every minute is precious, and three hours is is quite a lot. Yeah, like three hours is really really a lot to commute. So, I think even just sleeping for more time is a huge win if you get that from online school. If I have to spend three hours commuting to school, I would rather have online classes then. Yeah, it's certainly it's 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 certainly it's hard even especially though especially when um it's like either winter or summer because in, in like in the fall or in the spring it's not that bad but when you have to go by bus like for an hour or like not, not really, maybe around an hour, let's say, in either when it's really just steaming hot and everyone's sweaty and it's a full bus of people, it can certainly be really um, demotivating. It can be an awful experience, uh, but also waiting for a bus that usually comes quite a bit late uh, when it's negative temperature outside. Uh, is also an experience I wouldn't recommend to anyone. So, um, you know, even when uh, the buses, they sometimes, well, if, if they're on time, it's not that bad, but the buses where I live tend to be quite late. Like they are usually around 10 minutes late, usually, then can be sometimes on time, but more often than not, they're just 
like more like uh, 20 minutes or half an hour late. So uh, that also extends the time of your commuting, of your waiting, because I feel like most of the time I don't spend actually on going by bus because that's usually just like half an hour. Most of the time I'm waiting for the bus to even arrive. I, because you know, it, I'm waiting for the hour that's specified in the timetable, but then it doesn't even arrive on the correct hour usually. Over the course of months and years, multiple times, because it always changes and we can always come up with new things. <laughs> um, but that was it for today. And um, thank you for listening. And next time we will have a very special episode, um, a seasonal episode. So yeah, that's all for today. Um, thank you for coming. It left Gen Z.